Welcome to episode 162 of Stage Really. I'm your host, Phil Rickaby. I'm just sitting here by the Netflix fireplace with a little mug of hot cocoa, just reflecting on the year that was. And uh, I'm thinking a little bit about uh, some of the shows that I've seen and some of the great people that have been on the podcast. And I wanted to talk for a little bit about that. So there's not going to be an interview this week, um, just a very quiet week. Um, but if you're waking up on Christmas morning and you happen to look for a podcast or maybe you're looking for a break from family, I don't know, you'll hear this and uh, we can we can have a little chat about the year that was. This was a bit of a, an interesting year for me. Moved recently, so I'm finally settled into that place, so that's good. But in terms of my own professional life, I, I, I took um, the commandment out east, if you recall, and had uh, some success out there. Although I'm not going to lie, not all of the East Fringe was was a great experience. St. John was a wonderfully organized fringe and I didn't have as good a time or experience in Halifax um, due to um, what I perceived as some organizational issues there. Um, and maybe I'm wrong about that and maybe maybe the Halifax as a, as a fringe just isn't interested in out-of-towners. That was, again, my perception or maybe it's just that um, maybe we weren't giving them what they wanted. So that's a possibility too. But generally, I learned an important lesson and that was that I can take my show to another city by myself and I can make a go of it, which is something that I hadn't done before. I had performed the commandment in Hal- in Hamilton previously, but I didn't do that alone. My director was with me at the time. And, and uh, so this was a new experience, the experience of taking a show um, completely by myself to, to try to... Uh, to make a go of it. And I learned that I could do that. And challenges to look at for the future for more touring of the show, especially the Fringe Festivals, is to maybe swallow my introverted self a bit and uh, get out and do a little bit more promotion, which is always a challenge because uh, I am uh, very much an introvert, which makes getting out and talking to people and walking up to people, especially strangers, but in general, people to talk about myself and my show that's always a challenge but it is something that if I want to do this especially at fringe festivals it is something that I'll have to overcome uh, some some things to to, the, to note when I'm looking at at episodes from this past year of of shows and and people that were that were uh, particularly successful uh, the Toronto fringe roundup I found um, a lot of people seem to be interested in a couple of people who weren't able to be in town really commented on uh, being able to feel like they were part of the fringe, even though they couldn't be here. Um, but looking at my my stats for the year and looking at um, uh, the most uh, popular episodes, interestingly, two of the most recent ones, uh, the conversation with Sue Edworthy and the conversation with Adriana Prosser, where we talked about uh, promotion of theater. Uh, those were actually two of the most popular shows of the year. Just, I think there's a real hunger um, from from producers, especially indie producers, but in general, uh, for talking about how to promote a show and how to connect with an audience. So I think that's a, a big a big part of that. Um, so that was that's a really interesting uh, thing to note is that is that that's really the most the most popular episodes of the year actually were these last two, especially uh, when you look at the fact that yes, people will listen as the as time goes on. So some of the episodes looking back are still getting listens today, but it, it, they're far fewer. These two had the most listens right out of the gate, um, so there's a real hunger for for that. And I'm, I'm trying to think how I can how we can build on that because I think 
since there is a hunger for for learning about and hearing about strategy and and, and how to promote shows uh that it's something that that we should really be be talking about more because obviously people really need that in terms of theater scene this year uh i really have to say that i was very happy like this this fall i've i haven't seen a fall as as amazing as this one i do not envy uh, the Dora jurors in Toronto um, for choosing shows because there was just so much good this year. Two shows that I do really want to say that, that really impacted me were uh, Factories, The Men in White, which just floored me because it, it, it was a comedy until it wasn't and, and uh, just destroyed me at the end. So I hope that's not a spoiler. If you ever get to see it, um, I mean, it's closed now at the factory, but if you ever get to see it, I hope I haven't ruined that there's an emotional thing that happens at the end. But man, uh, I didn't see it coming. My guest who came with me didn't see it coming and it was really affecting. And the other show, Eldritch Theatre's uh, Space Opera Zero. Um, there is really something magical about taking science fiction and trying to do that on stage. I think we don't, there's not a lot of genre that happens in theater these days, and uh, I think that's really too bad. I'd like to see more genre on stage, um, just because it forces you to be more creative with what you're doing. I mean, you you are not going to be able to do what they do in a movie, so how can you tell a sci-fi story on stage? How can you tell a horror story on stage? So these are super, super interesting things, and, and Space Opera Zero, because of its setting as as sort of like the 1930s 40s uh, serial type type movie um really ha was it was able to parlay that into some really magical stuff and so although you know there, there's there's puppets and there was uh, you know models that looked you know you could see the wires and all that sort of stuff like you would in a in one of those old movies there was something really magical about it so which sort of proved to me that the genre can work you just have to be super creative about it and so uh, this this coming year, I'm looking to to sort of grow the podcast a little more. It's still no advertising, and that's one thing that uh, I'm not necessarily committed to. But I mean, we have to admit that doing a podcast about theater is a pretty niche audience. So I'm able to to bring this this podcast to you without having to to, to rely on sponsors, and that's just a luxury that I have right now. It's a privilege to be able to talk to people. Doing a podcast does cost some money. It doesn't cost a, a lot of money, but it does cost some money. If you've enjoyed the podcast, I would really ask that you consider um, sharing it, uh, going to uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Music, wherever you get it, and uh, uh, leaving a comment or rating. That's the sort of stuff that can really help to grow the podcast. And so if you'd be so kind as, as to do that, I'd really appreciate it. And also just tell your friends about it if you have friends who you think might like the podcast. If you listen, if you listen regularly, I hope that you'll share it around. Um, and that's and that's just because, uh, you know, referrals are a great way to share podcasts. And, and I would like to see the podcast grow a little bit more and then maybe eventually I could, uh, uh, you know, offset the cost of doing uh, the podcast by uh by having a couple of advertisers i will never go overboard though don't worry about that um and i will never charge you for this podcast i'm committed to offering it to you free because that's i mean that's what podcasts are they should be free um and so that's what i'm going to continue to do if you've had a favorite episode this year if you have a favorite episode that you've listened to i'd love to hear which one it was um so uh let me know uh stageworthy is on twitter and instagram and facebook at stageworthy pod and, and you know i'm on twitter and instagram at phil rickaby so you can find them both there and i would really love to hear what your favorite episodes of the season were so let me know there 
I really hope that uh, you've had a great year and uh, that uh, the year to come is full of, 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 of joy and love and laughter and good theater. This has been a Homebody Productions production.